All right. Um, I wanted to I wanted to say hi to other people, but I only greet people I see, and it's only Demilady I can see. So hi, <laughs> The rest hi. of you, you have to greet yourselves. At least you can see yourself. Um, I don't. Oh, David, how are you? All right. Good to see your the top of your head. I can't see you. Um, hi, Esther. And now, when you turn your camera, the idea is not to turn it on and turn it up again. All right. So you leave it good. Yes. Thank you, Esther. Thank you, David. See, that is the thing. I'm getting to know them. I meet them tomorrow. Hi, Tommy. How are you doing? I can know them. But you, I don't know you. Okay, you have taken off your wig. Please go over your wig again, all right? And let's get back to the class. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. And um, thank you very much for the opportunity to be um, with you. Welcome. And um, well, thank you very much for the honor. And uh, thank you for reading the profile. Um, today, um, I believe it's, uh, it's uh, well during the week's um, service for you. And um, I'm, I, I'm not sure the exact reason why you picked the topic you picked, but I like the topic you picked, all right? Um, I wish this was something that I listened to. I went to school just a few years ago. I graduated in 2001. Don't ask your neighbor where you are then, all right? So, but uh, that was just a few years that road, okay? And um, I wish that I knew many of the things, you know, um, that um, I'm going to teach you today because honestly, if I have for you to reach me today, you probably have to pay one billion dollars or something like that. All right. Um, okay, so I'm meant to make you the host. Oh, okay, one second. Where are you? Great. Host. Yes. All right, I've done that now. Okay, great. No problem at all. So, my name is Jimmy. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and um, I'm married. I've been married. This year will be our 17th year, you know, I've been married and um, I have two children. Um, my son is 15 years old and my daughter is 13. Um, we just moved to America less than a year ago, actually, just about 10 months ago. And um, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm an ordained minister with a ministry called King's Word. Uh, but beyond that, like you've heard, I do a lot of consultancy and things like that. But there's one passion that I've always had um, as a child of God. You know, I got born again into, in 1990, hmm, 1992 is when I got born again. I right, ask your neighbor, where, where are you in 1992? <laughs> all right. I'm just kidding. All right. So I got born again in 1992. I gave my life to Christ and I took it back. All right. And I gave it to him. Then I took it back, you know, in around like that. So I had all those experiences till I finally surrendered all to him. And I kind of like got a bit serious about it um, in um, the year 1996. Yeah. And I grew up in the um, And um, my father is gone on to be with the Lord now, but he was a lecturer then. My mom used to teach English. Then she became a vice principal. I think she became a principal eventually or something like that. So you can understand, I just want to give an idea of the kind of background I have. I'm first out of four kids. And, um, you know, I mean, I started making progress, well, to some degree, quite a bit early in life. And um, I remember that uh, I moved to Lagos in 2002 for NYSE, yeah? And then I started working diligently, trusting God, you know, going to church, serving in church as best as I could. I worked in different organizations. And then... My major break came as a, I was working in a company called Accenture. I was an analyst then, kind of like entry level, but the higher level of entry level. And I got a 
major jump. If I have time, I'll talk about it. Major jump for me an analyst in Accenture. I became a manager in UBA. You know, that's UBA, you know, that you all see around. I became the head of recruitment for the bank. Um, I, um, and I was 28 years old at that time. Um, and then the following year, I got promoted. I became a senior manager. You know, um, I, I bought a house in Omoli Estates, 35 millionaire. You know, I had brand new cars. You know, I was okay. Then from there, I moved to Bank PHB in 2009. My salary moved to, I was earning about one millionaire every month in 2009. You know, at that time, apart from other benefits and stuff like that. And then, but before then, God had started to talk to me about something bigger than where I was. And that bigger thing required that I, that I, resign my job and start almost afresh, you know. Um, and so in 2010, September 8th, I took my letter and um, I decided to go about this great adventure, you know, in this fulfilling my purpose. And um, by 2011, started the business and uh, everything didn't work. Everything didn't work. You know, just assume that if I follow God, you know, say, I will just evolve, you know, so it will just be you know, soft, left, right, and center. But it was hard, man. And again, remember, married, and I had two kids then. I had to sell the house, the bank. I got a mortgage for. I sold the house, returned the bank's money, moved to a three-bedroom flat. Um, and I like to share my story so that you can understand that what I'm sharing is not just textbook, you know, um, kind of thing. Um, it's something that I have to understand. And like I said, I wish that I had learned these things when I was your age, honestly speaking, or I don't know, there's, there's certain levels, you know, and all that. But nonetheless, if I can't, then you must. Now, this is the promise you have to make to me, all right, that you're going to take what I'm about to share with you seriously. Guys, I'm not actually meant to be teaching. I've been on a break for about two weeks. If I cough, please forgive me, but that's because I'm actually meant to be resting. I've been traveling back to back. I've been traveling to the UK again in a few weeks, so I'm trying to rest. But when I got this invitation, I decided to take it. So that's my sacrifice. So please, you have to promise me, number one, you pay attention today. And one of the ways to pay attention is to actually turn on your camera, okay? If you do that, I promise you, you'll pay attention. The second thing you can do also is to use the things that we're talking about today um, so that that way you're able to produce the results because it will work for just about anybody, all right? So... <laughs> Sorry, so when it comes to money, um, I didn't know, but for many years, I felt that money was hard to make. And the reason why people say money is hard to make is because they don't have it. And anything that you don't have, you think is difficult, all right? Anything that you have that, is, that you can easily get, you think is easy, all right? So somebody knows how to draw. So ah, drawing is easy now because you can draw, you know? And so when you don't have money, there's a tendency, if you're not careful, to think that money is hard to make. What you talk about is that money is easy to make. The same way drawing is easy to make. I mean, not seen this people that go and do sip and paint. And you see them painting and you're like, wow. You know, so painting is actually easy because there's a methodology around it. Same thing also with money. There is uh, an understanding around money. And unfortunately, from observation, many Christians um, don't know how to make money. All right? I've been asked to speak about how to make and manage and multiply money. But you see, let me talk about making, because if you don't make nothing to manage, yeah, you cannot multiply zero. Am I right? So let's talk about making, you know, and then of course I want to encourage you to learn how to be um, 
um, um, responsible with the income that comes to your hand. You can now grow, grow it and all that. I have a lot that I can teach. I'm not going to teach all of that, but if you follow me, my Instagram is Jimmy Terry. So you can actually always go there. So I come live from time to time. I teach about things, you know, and all that. So um, let me start, of course, on the premise of God's word, you know. Um, are we meant to be rich? Now, I know your answer is yes. I know, I know. But um, calm down, all right? Because, ah, we have to be rich. But let's look at it from a church perspective. You know, I've been around church for a bit now. And like I tell you, that it's only now that wealth is being talked about. Even though it's been abused, there's a side to it that's been abused. But there's a, there's a, there's a lot of fear where wealth is concerned. There's a lot of, um, I just want, you know, that I, I remember I had a prayer. God, don't give me the kind of money that can take me away from you. That's where I had this kind of prayer before. And those are stupid prayers. That's what I call the stupid prayers, all right? Thinking that God lacks the intellectual bandwidth that he will give you the kind of money that will take you away from him. I mean, that is just, that is executing the intelligence of God, to be very honest, all right? But let's leave it at that way. So people pray those prayers silently, say, ha, ah, mm, money is good, though, but you see, there's a level if you can get it like this, ha, ah, mm, you know? Uh, people say things like, uh, let me, let me, uh, please be careful. That's what I'll say, but I'll balance them, all right? People say, you know, sing as Jesus, I only want you. And I don't understand. What many of you want Jesus and you want money? Anybody? What is what you want? All right? <laughs> ah, I can see you, my brothers and my sisters. All right? So, I mean, contextually, what we mean by I want Jesus means, you know, that's the center of our existence. It's the center of our life. But the great thing about it is that. There's a provision for wealth inside of him. So you are correct, but you must understand what that means because Jesus is not going to, you know, buy fuel for you, you know. Yeah, maybe once in a while, supernaturally, you can just drive to the first station. Someone just say, hey, color, color, it's your name, color. I had a dream, you know. Someone said I should buy petrol for you, but you cannot be going to the police station every day. It's just what to call you, color. It will know what, they will arrest you very soon. You can avoid, you know. So um, a lot of believers, you know, and in fact, there's all this other side also that, you know, a pastor will come and say, you have to give your seed, it's your sacrifice. You don't go up if you don't sow down. You know, my God, you'll be hearing those things. you like, my, in fact, you take all your pocket money, you say, you, you still a dangerous seed. And I don't know about you, I've sown some dangerous seed, or more. The life I was living as a dangerous life, or more. Suffer, they disturbed me. Ah! But like, a wow. I mean, once in a while, you know, I remember the first time I gave all my salary. I expected that as I'm walking on the road, we'll just be like, take, take, or more. Uh, I, I choose to stick that much. Ah, it wasn't funny. I guess, and this is the thing that is there. I think that out of every 10 Christians, two of them will have this more miraculous experience, you know, and they're the ones where they give us joy. That, you know, ah, it's, if it gets to them, it's in the neighborhood, it's about to get to me also. Glory to God. Amen. Am I, am I flowing with you? All right? And those things are true. I mean, people just talk and say, I just went home. I just went home. I just said, this thing just said, just go home. And I just went home. And when I got home, I just saw one of my uncles for whatever. And he just said, oh, what? And he just gave me $50,000 cash. Hey! Which of you If God did it for him, he will do it for you. And then, listen to me. And it's true. There are financial miracles. Thank you. And I did not even pray. You know, I have not been fascinated like, am I a joystick? Isn't he the God of all? What's going on here? 
So I found out something that I think that generally you have those spectacular Christians, but many of us are supernatural. Supernatural is there's a natural part to us that is a super on top of it. And if you don't understand the natural principles that you cannot bring the super on it, you'll be expecting the spectacular and you miss out the supernatural. A lot of people will have miraculous health experiences, but a lot of people will take care of their health and that's how they will live a long life. A lot of people will have a supernatural business breakthrough, but a lot of people are going to write proposals, they're going to you know, start their business idea, they're going to go to incubators, they're going to go to accelerators till it becomes a great business. And I find that more of those people exist more than the spectacular guys. So one lesson I learned is that let me live my life supernatural. If spectacular comes, I receive it, amen? But I'm not going to now put all my eggs around spectacular because, check it, many Christians get disappointed that way. Two of us, anybody know what I'm talking about? All right, so having said all of that, let's now look at the supernatural um, um, guarantee based on God's word that can guarantee that we are going to have money. By the way, let me ask, how much money do you want? Can you type in the comment section? Just go, just, don't be afraid, just type. She, she said, eh, you're asking me to type? Yes, type, please, everybody. Just type. You see, sometimes you shouldn't be afraid of money, just type. Just type. I didn't ask, what is more than enough? There's not so much. Just, you see, this is the problem. What is more than money? 100 billion, yeah, there's no money like that. Now, 100 trillion dollars, hey, correct. 50 billion dollars, oh. <laughs> Please be free. Fifty billion dollars. Spell dollars well. What only billion? Business one one trillion dollars. Five hundred billion dollars. Solomon's type of money. With Solomon, there many, there's one Solomon that's cutting grass behind the house. So be careful. All right. Five hundred trillion dollars. Money to settle as you. Ah ah. As you chairman. Fifty billion. I want trillion pounds. Listen to me. All the money are shouting. God is like, is that all? All the money we are calculating. God is like. I say, these people don't know where I be. Oh. I be God. I be God. That's God, you know. I'm just echoing what he's saying, that you guys. But it's all right. It's all right. Okay. So let's calm down. We gotta calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Because some of you like this, if God gives you this money now, or more, fair, we look here for me again. That's the last to to reach you, or more, you go hard. Am I right? So that's why you understand that God has no problem with giving you wealth but it's very particular about building your character alongside that world. Do you get my point? So one of the things I talk about when we talk about world and all that is the other dimension is character because wealth without character will destroy your life. <laughs> you think you can't take drugs? It's because you don't have money for it. <laughs> oh, you think you can't? You, you think you can't do bad things? There's, there's a level of money you get. Um, you see, that's what we say, that money is not good or bad. Money only reflects who you are. In certain circumstances, you say, I'm not proud. It's because money never touched your hand, though. Hey, hey, hey. Some people will not hear their parents again if they have money. Say, they are disturbing me. What do you want? Ah, I'm telling you. So God is particular about your character and also the currency. Now, there are many Christians that have character, but they don't have currency. They would have currency, they don't have character. So you want the two of them together. So let's talk about the premise of this. The first premise. In Revelation chapter 5, 12, I'm not going to have time to teach in depth, but let's just go ahead. Revelation chapter 5, verse 12, the Bible says, speaking about the substitution work of Christ on the cross, it says, worthy is the lamb that was slain, all right, 
and it's said to receive seven things. Now, my focus is on the seven things, but this is what it's, I'm trying to emphasize. That Jesus' sacrifice on the cross guaranteed seven things. Go and study that. But number two out of the seven things is called riches. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to obtain riches. Let me explain what that means. One of the seven reasons why Jesus went to the cross was to obtain riches. Thank you. Same with another voice. What is the lamb who was slain to receive power? Number one, and riches and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. Now, I don't know about you, but if I am the lamb that was slain, you know what I need to be slain? Slain to get riches. Then you don't have riches. Ah, I will come down and beat you. Personally, you know what I mean? As in, I, as in, I made you, okay, I went to the cross to die for you. Then, and the reason, one of the reasons why I went is for you to have riches. Then you don't have riches. That's cheating. Don't you agree with me? So, but that's the first thing that is there. Now, in Revelation chapter 1, um, verse 6, and also verse 10 of chapter 5, the Bible speaks about a status update that was given to us by what Christ did on the cross. He said, he has made us kings and priests, and we shall reign with him. Hmm. So everybody here that's a child of God that's born again is actually what we call a king priest. He has made us kings and priests, and we shall reign. Now, because of time, I'm sure your pastor is going to teach in depth and all that. Every believer has two sides to them. For example, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5 also, it says, Now, behold, the Lamb of God that was slain, and when he looked, he saw a lion that was there. No, no, he said, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. And when I looked, I saw a lamb that was slain. All right? So, the same way he's a lion and a lamb, guess what? You're a king. You're a priest. Your priesthood is your relationship, your altar, your fellowship, your intimacy with God. It is that walk with God. And that is so critical. That is the foundation of your Christianity. It's a relationship. But that is your priesthood. Your priesthood is you and God. Your kingship is you from God to man. Because kings reign on the domain of earth. All right? So he says he has made you king priest. In other words, number one, he settled and ensured that there's no distance between you and the father. He tore that the curtain of separation, tore it, and we have access to the father. That is your priest. Remember that the high priest would only come once a year to give an offering to God. Guess what? We are like those high priests today. Well, this is the thing. We can go every moment. Praise God. There is no distance between us and his presence. That is your priesthood. But there's also a kingship that you became. All right? In fact, when, when it said that God is the king of kings, it's not speaking about the king of your village. It's speaking about you. He's the king of kings. And you are meant to rule and reign. Reign in IT, reign in fashion, reign in, in medicine, reign in, in, in um, um, horticulture, reign in different spaces of earth. So that's the original design. But listen to me. What is a king without wealth? I'll tell you, an Oba. <laughs> All right, just kidding. All right, but you know, I mean, I have some Obas in Nigeria that I want to carry me. I'm all right, yeah, it's fine. But you know what I mean by that? You can't say, I'm a king, then you're a book. <laughs> I mean, just wealth. Wealth 
is part of your kingship. Now, listen to me. For most believers, money is what they are trying to get so that they can live. No. For kings, wealth is what they have as part of their life. This is the reason why in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, he says that he became poor that you through his poverty might be made rich. Listen to me, there's nothing called a poor Christian. It doesn't exist. It has never existed from the foundation of the world. A Christian can only manifest poverty, but they're not poor. A Christian can manifest poverty. Because if you don't understand the rules that guard wealth, though, even though legislatively you own it, you don't have it. So that's, I wanted to understand that. So your, listen to me, your ability to rule will be limited without wealth. A king that does not have money, what can he do? You'll be begging people up and down. Listen to me, we are not beggars. We are stewards of the king of Israel. Again, I told you, there's nothing called a poor Christian. There's nothing called a poor Christian. There's none. But there are Christians that manifest poverty. The same thing, there's nothing called a sick Christian because by stripes, we are healed. There's no sick Christian. But there are Christians that manifest sickness. <clears throat> are you getting me? So, from today, the first thing I want you to know is that you're not poor. God, I say, sir, come and see my room. You know I'm poor. That's the problem. You are picking your identity from your environment, not from God's word. I'm not poor. Thank you, Esther. I'm not poor. All right. So that, you see, because for me to be poor, it means Jesus did not become poor. That's the degree to which it is. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> when you don't rest well, your body will be complaining. Well, I've been resting well. I'm getting better now. So like I said, you are rich. And let's give a few more scriptures to establish that. In Ephesians 1 verse 3, the Bible says he has blessed you. Not he will bless you. He has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And in Proverbs 10, 22, now says that one of the effects of the blessing, the blessing of the Lord, it make it rich. So he has blessed. <clears throat> Guess what the blessing is working on? It's trying to make you rich. Because it's trying to manifest who you really are. Do you know the blessing is it's, it's a teacher? I'm telling you, if you allow the blessing to teach you, is is the blessing I was spoken about in Isaiah 28, verse 17. He says, I'm the Lord thy God and redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, that teaches thee to profit and leadest thee in the way that thou shouldest go. He teaches. Now, listen, look at what it says that the blessing make it rich. Listen to me. It does not give riches, it make it. It is a process more than an experience. I'm going somewhere today. Ah, Jimmy, we have to come and tell us about money. If I tell you about the money process and you don't understand this, you will go back to zero. Are we together? So let's continue. In Deuteronomy 8 and 18, very popular. He has given you what? Power to what? Get wealth. He did not give you wealth. No. He gave you power to get wealth. What are you meant to do? Go and get it. Any teaching from finances that tells you that you don't be somewhere and that, you know, because you gave in church, 
and something will just be happening to you now. Is there a place for giving a church? Yes, listen to me. The blessing is an amplifier. Your seed increases what can come to you. God can open doors and give you insights into secret places of hidden places. Are you hearing me? But even if he shows you, you still have to go and get it. Anything that teaches that you don't be somewhere, who don't be calling you, hello, can you do this contract? Hello, can you do that? Please go and check it. It does not work that way. But let's continue. So, all the scriptures I mentioned speak about, you know, when we talk about power, the scriptures of Greek, we talk about two sides. We have exousia, we have dunamis. Exousia speaks about authority, dunamis is active power. Every believer, from an exousia point of view, have authority for wealth. But dunamis is cash. In this, in this, so you can have authority for wealth, but it's like a policeman that does not have gone and they are robbers. And I say, stop in the name of the law. First of all, be afraid. Ah, this police. Oh. Ah, wait, wait, wait. He's not carrying any gun. Say, oh, God, hold on. Like, you have gone. Say gone. Who needs a gun? I'm a police officer of the I'm, I'm, I'm of the FBI. No bullets. Or what they will finish you there. Cash is the bullets. Was he wrong when he said he has authority? He wasn't wrong. But listen to me, your authority requires you to carry dynamics. Cash is dynamics. Let me continue. So, having said all of that, yes, let me share. I don't have a lot of time. Three rules of cash. Listen to me. I encourage you, if you have a local assembly, give your fight there. Your fight is not just an obligation. No, it is your honor to God. It is your recognition that God is the source and sustainer of your life. And you do that. You Titan is not dropping 10%. Titan is taking the first part of your increase and saying, God, I am doing this because I know this came from you. Do you get my point? Because I know in our generation, there's a lot of questions about what are these types to do and all that. I mean, if you do, a pastor is stealing. Carry your load and move. Amen. But find good ground. It's simple. Amen. All right. So, but I believe in Titan. I believe in giving. But I also understand the way it operates. So, for example, if you remember Malachi, it says, when you bring your tithe, it says that God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. Now, you know, you've not seen no windows open. You've not seen anything come from heaven. If money came from heaven, it's fake. How do you know that? If money falls from heaven, it is 100% fake. God has to be arrested. Yes. So, cash does not come from heaven. What comes? Inspiration. That's what it rain comes from heaven. The word rain, one of the allegories is also inspiration. All right. Listen to me. If you want to make money, you just need ideas. That's inspiration. Do you get my point? You just see opportunities. That is that's how money comes. There's, there's money everywhere. You don't understand. There's money everywhere. There's no money around. Huh? Who told you that? There's too much money. You know, they say, oh, this boy, they spend money. Even the people who steal now. Okay, they say, ah, that boy, he's a yellow boy. He stole, at least he has money to steal. His money, you know that he did it the wrong way. I'm not going to go and do that. Guys, don't let anybody lie to you. Say, Nigeria is hard. I understand that the economy is hard, but it is soft for me. Someone say amen. But I'm coming somewhere now. Listen to me. The number one rule of cash hmm, is that all the money you are praying for is in somebody's hand. All the money, God does not print cash. 
all the money you want. Listen to me. Every currency that is printed outside of the central organization responsible for, for money in a country is counterfeit money. And God does not deal in counterfeit. If that is true, all the prayer you are praying to heaven, God, my heavenly bank account. All right? God, like I saw one meme or whatever at the time, it's like, God, out of my billions, just give me two K. Two K is like, this guy is a joker. <laughs> you get my point, yeah? You know, so, even people that want urgent two K, the two K is in somebody's pocket. I just want to break it down so that you can know that this thing we're looking for is around us. It's around us. All the money you are looking for is in the earth. And usually, it's in somebody's pocket. <laughs> you get my point? Uh-huh. I was finding to get to buy data today. It's very simple. All you needed was to find somebody willing to give you 2K. Now, why would they give you 2K? That's the next rule. Cash most of the premise of value. I will only give you 2K, not because you want to buy data. What's my own with you and you? My own is that it's you that wants to buy data. It's my own that what can you offer me that will give me the reason to leave my 2K and give to you? I'm not stepping to the person that said that now. I'm using it for example, right? So you're my friend. Look, when I was in you myself battle. So why do one friend? His name is Johnson. And Johnson. You, when he goes to class, you just go come back, sit on his bed. He had this green wrapper, you tight, you're biting his nails. Who used to laugh at him? So one day I went to meet Johnson. I said, Johnson, sorry, can you meet Why did you wrap your water? I said, What of David? No, 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 it's in the Oh my god, there's no money. Sorry, come, come. Can you mute? Yes, uh. Is that done? Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Please be careful. Sometimes the phone just. So I, I was with. So I went to meet Johnson one day. He said, Johnson, what do you always think about? He said, sit down, sit down, sit down. He said, how many people do you think are in UI? I went to University of Battle. You know, how many people do you think are in UI every day that come to you every day? We did one fake maths. We said, minimum, sir, 17,000 people. He said, I'm thinking about what I can offer them that all of them can give me one error every day. So Joseph was thinking about. If there are 17,000 people that are entering Unilag, what can I offer them that will make them give me one Naira every day? If I do that, 17,000 Naira will enter my pocket. It's not rocket science. Guys, we sat down. So I finally understood what he was thinking about. So he had this idea then. And I said, what, what can we offer people then? Then it was very boring on campus. Things were not really exciting. Then there was a movie then that just came out. Titanic. You know, I said, let's, let's, let's do a movie in school. How can we get Titanic? Funny enough, my aunt, who was living in Kuwait, had recorded it and she came. So I had the video. I told him I had the video. He said, ah, Omo, do you know that we, we started printing banner, started going on the, on the streets inside cabs with megaphone, even myself, I did follow you. Yeah. Titanic, because it was hot. I can't remember how much we charged. Guess what? The day of the we used the art theater. The crowd, they broke the door to enter. 
That's how many people came. Unfortunately, we didn't understand business. We gave people ticket stops to sell. All of them, they disappeared. They did not give us that money. So we lost money there. But we had, that was money that had been waiting. How did we get it? We found something that plenty of people want. Listen to me. There are five ways you can make money. Number one, now, three of them, you must not use them. Two of them are what to use. Number one, you must not make money by stealing it. You know, in your own generation now, they call it fraud. They call it, uh, what do they call it? Uh, all these kind of things, yeah. I know it's Yahoo, but there are also new names and all those kind of things. No matter how new the name is. Listen to me. Anything that will steal your peace is not good. Do you get my point? Say, who peace help? Don't worry, you also know who peace help. I sleep well without fear of BFCC. I drive and use my food without any fear. <clears throat> all right? And you know the funny thing? The same amount of strength to defraud people is the same amount of strength you need to be able to make real wealth. But we'll get to that in a minute. So stealing, all right? Um, or, or vices, you, you know, doing things, and thank God we're in the fellowship, so there are many things that we don't, we, I don't expect that you will do. Do you get my point? It's even, it's even tough now, you know? I mean, maybe you're, you're, you're a pretty lady, for example. It's not your fault that they gave back to you as fine. It's your fault. Now, every man is now close to you. One guy now came, came to you, you know, from, you know, he works in VI. He now says, you know what, he wants to be giving you 300k per month. And when he said it, you needed 30k. Only 30k. I know that you are sister Angelina of the Lord. Praise God. But how more you have to think it. Say, hey, okay, I won't sleep with him. If he gives me, he, he are donated to the Lord. Hmm, collect the first one. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and if you're not careful, after a while, before you know it, you enter that branch. You know that branch I'm talking about. And then, and this is the problem with that branch. Listen to me now. God does not condemn you. God loves you and wants you to come back home. But this is the problem with the branch. Once you start getting to that branch, to come back is difficult. To come back, because when they buy you Gucci bag that your old generation have not bought before, by the time you get Gucci bag, <laughs> you don't want regular bag any longer. The way you are designed, so when you taste anything sweet, you want it. Amen. God. So we can't steal and kill and destroy. So let's remove that one. The second way you should not is by borrowing. Some people are professional borrowers, even in church. Even in church, that one. Say, but I buy your. So do you have any tool here not using? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> now, listen to me. There might be instances where I have to reach out to Esther, reach out to Tisha, or reach out to Fia and say, you know, can I have one care and all that? But not that it becomes a cycle of Broadway. And in church, we don't say it. In fact, one of the things that makes people fight in church is you are seeing the person worshiping. I say, I worship you and say, it's 72,000 that he owes you. <laughs> it's affecting your praise. Amen. So, of course, the Bible speaks about the borrower being someone to the lender and all those kind of things. So I actually say to people that, listen to me, if you don't make money, you will be forced to borrow. That's the problem that's there. You see, because life would make a demand on you for you to pay bills. Do you get my point? So if you don't make money, you'll be forced to borrow. So let's leave stealing and killing and destroying out. Let's leave borrowing out. The third way you can make money is through gifts. Remember who have been there before? You did not plan it. And that's the one we normally use for testimony in church. Amen. Pastor, I was just out in the lounge in the hostel. And then my, my roommate's mom came and she gave all of us 20,000 naira. And I had praise to God. I needed that money. And it just came, Pastor. Praise the Lord. And that's glory. 
My question is, how many times will your roommate's mother come? You can't plan for your roommate's mother. In fact, if you're not careful, you know what you're going to do? The next day your roommate's mother comes, your head will not be doing like coconut. You'll not be looking whether she will drop money. And when she does not drop money, you'll be disappointed. Am I right? Now, will you get gifts? Yes. Should you get gifts? Yes. Let them be gifts unplanned. Do you know a lot of Christians, this is their primary way of expecting income to come to them. It's like, you know, and unfortunately, if you're a pastor, I mean, I've pastored the church before, the way that if you give in church as a pastor, people will come and say, Pastor, I just want to bless you. Take this 100K, take this 20K. So when pastor is teaching, he uses those examples. So unconsciously, a lot of people expect that people just come with brown envelope, prophet offering. Listen to me, you're not a prophet. So don't expect prophet offering. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're a prophet, fine. And even prophets, so you'll not be looking at creating fake prophecy. Amen? I'm coming somewhere. So we have removed stealing, killing, and destroying. We have removed begging. We have also have put gifts there, but we are not dependent on that. Because if not, it will make you dependent on humans. The only other two ways, check it out, and gifts includes pocket money from home. All right? And that's fine. Okay? Um, but the other two ways you make money are through a job and a business. That's the other two ways. Oh, maybe an investment that cut out the business. You took money, put it in a venture, it multiplied, and all that. So the two ways to make money are through, yes, pocket money, but you cannot tell your father, hello, daddy, based on economic situations, please increase now. Maybe sometimes you can, but um, it gets limits. Where you go, say, are you okay? I'm um, go to school, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So that's the thing that is there. So um, if you're going to if you're going to increase, and I wish I learned this um, much earlier, I really wish. Um, had done that because I think that you can be a first-class student and be a millionaire in school. Because the school is a huge market. You are right, sir. The school is a huge market. You can be first-class, filled with the spirit, student president, and still make money. All right, so let's now talk about it. So cash moves on the premise of value. Listen to me. The reason why you gave money to people this week, sit down and think about today is still Monday. Between yesterday and today, you have given people money. You gave somebody money because you used an Uber. Why? He Uberized you there. That is value. You went to make cut your hair as a guy. You paid 500 naira. Why? He cut your hair. That is value. You went to straighten your wig. Am I right? You paid her 700 naira. She added value to you. Check all the money that's left your hand. It went in the direction of value. Do you want money to come to your hand? What value do you have? Simple and short. Simple and short. It's not rocket science. If you don't train your mind to be able to identify opportunities to add value and then provide that value to people, they're going to be just playing games where money is concerned. So cash moves on the premise of value. Number three, cash is also released on the premise of persuasion. Sometimes, you know, there's value. Why do you go to a particular, um, you know, um, how, how do I put it? Has, has somebody made you spend money you did not have to spend before? Anybody here made you spend money? How? It wasn't witchcraft. It was persuasion. Yes, sir. Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, tell me what happened to you that, that made you spend the money? 
Uh, so I was coming back from church. My friend invited me to their church, right? So on our way coming back from church, they're just like, oh, let's go and have lunch, you know? And I'm like, oh, sure, that's fine. And they took me to this, they took me to Black Bell, right? On the island, like, which is really yeah. expensive. Being the very nice friend, and person's like, oh, I nice. my card. And I'm like, I took my card, so I just like tabs on me, right? I still big boy. I was still yeah. today. It's there. <laughs> all right, well that's fine. All right, so but again, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that it happens. But that's why you have to know when they're invited to Black Bell. Don't say I'm going to White Bell and Black Bell. I do fit. All right, you know where to decline. I don't care. Okay. That is the management side of money. All right, but let's talk about making money. The Black Bell you went to when you got there, you paid for AC, security, and yeah, that's what you paid for. Not rice. Am I right? Not rice. And they sell them on Uniland. Tell me so. Yeah. So that's the same thing that is there. You have to be able to. But listen to me. The this is the thing that I find out. The, the secret, one of the major secrets of making money is that you need to know how to sell. Because a lot of Christians, this is the problem also, they have value, but they don't know how to sell the value. And they expect that because I give in church, customers will be coming. In fact, you have prayers, like they will come from the north. Customers will come from the north, the south, the east, the west. They'll be looking for me. They will flood my shop. And flood won't happen until today. Am I putting their prayers down? No. I'm just saying that, you see, in the realm of the spirit, until you're effective, there's no response. Until you obey certain principles, you, God cannot be bamboozled by your energy. It's not like that. You see my point? Uh-huh. So, listen to me. You have to sell. If I sell, let me try. Okay, this is my phone. This is an iPhone 12 Pro Max. I bought it $1,199. All right? So I want to buy the next one is coming 14, iPhone 14. It's coming out in October, September, October. They said it's going to be $1,399. So let's assume. So right now, Apple already has $1,399 in my pocket already. They've not even released it yet. Now, how did I even want? They sold it to me. I saw the video. I said it will be recording my spirit, man. Amen. <laughs> they, they did proper adverts. Why do you buy fine clothes on Instagram and not plan? Somebody is selling to you. The problem is many Christians expect people to come in, say, if I'm good, they will come for me. Who told you that? Is it in the Bible? Oh, yes, it's in the Bible. Kings will come to my light and to the brightness of my rising. That's the thing. You don't understand? Kings come to the brightness of the rising. If you don't rise, no one will see you. The brightness of the rising speaks about advertising, publicity. May they see you. That's how kings they come. Not that kings. Listen, kings are too busy to just be looking for people that are not to do anything. Kings can't miss brightness. You have, you can do something, and kings don't. And by that, by the way, you can. A lot of Christians offer their products to poppers, not to kings. Kings pay more than poppers. What is the problem? Many Christians don't want to deliver excellence because kings want excellence. So they want to just be doing something. You, you bake. One time I was in UI and one, it was my birthday and I, I told, I wanted to, I didn't have a lot of money. I told one, just mention that I want to do part two. I need to make cake. One guy said I should bring, well, maybe what stupid amount? Let me add the amount. I was like, 
for cake? Is it queen cake? He said, no, like a cake. But you know when I was, I didn't have money, so I, I gave him the money. I think 120 naira spread, even back then. But I, I didn't suspect the guy. I said, I gave him the 120. So all the day of the birthday, I did wait. Ayo, Ayo. Guy's name is Ayo, Ayo, interestingly, not the governor, all right? I didn't wait for Ayo, I didn't wait for Ayo, I did house. I was never sure, and those days we didn't really have GSM. Next day, I just see Ayo crossroad. I was like, oh, well, ah, no, they come. But you know they carry cake, because if you order cake, you can it, also. Can't see one bag for your hand, you know, if they run across ah, the team. So when I came, I said, Are you happy? Because in my mind, I know they are disappointed about the cake and all those kind of things and stuff like that. So I said, What happened? He said, No, the cake they have the bag. How are you carrying cake in a bag when on your hand like this? Truly, that cake is the rock of your brother. <laughs> I should have known, even when I was paying the money, I knew that Jimmy. You are a stupid boy. <laughs> I got what I paid for. Listen to me. You know you can be a United student and bake cakes that people in VI order your cake. Yes. And you can tell them, I, I can only bake, bake two cakes. Listen to me. We have to learn excellence because more money comes not by more work, but more excellence. The difference between this phone and all the other ones that don't last more than one year is excellence. Forget about it. And guess what? A child of God is meant to be excellent. Your fingerprint means when I touch it, I am certified I'm the one that touched it. As a child of God, when your hand touches something, it should prosper. Excellence. Not the one that will have to be collecting everything you're doing. Excellence brings money. Home. So you have to learn how to sell. Remember 2 Kings 4? You guys are enjoying it too much. I need to end this class. The 40 minutes don't pass. I go finish now, all right? <laughs> you know, there's a woman in the Bible that went to the man of God, that, that the, their own daddy Jew, Elisha. She said, daddy Jew, I want to see you. He said, what is it? He said, your servant, my husband, is dead. Shouldn't it have been my husband, your servant? But based on the fact that you're about to take her two children, she had to put the blame on him. Said your son and my husband is dead, and now the exactors have come to come and collect my two sons. Ah. Then he asked, and that's why I like Elisha. As a man of God, your brain should be sharp. Just said, What do you have in your house? You know, she said, I have nothing. That's the problem. There's if I sat down with God and I said, God, why does Esther don't have 10 million? But you know, I know what God is going to tell me. God will tell me, I don't understand why. If I took Ifeolu out to God, I said, God, why does he have one billion? God would say, even me, he shocked me, oh, he shocked me. I'm telling you, because what it takes, there is something everybody has you can offer. There's nobody that doesn't have something to offer. Forget about it. Sometimes you downplay it, you overlook it, you, you know, overrule it, everything. Or you don't develop it. That's why you don't have money, all right? The last thing I want to say is cash has no respect for age. Cash has no respect for age. If you are six years old and you add value, you'll be paid for it. I'm not saying those six years old that know how to draw very well. They buy their paintings. That's for two years old, you cannot paint. And that's I'm painting all my age. Who cares? And I've said that to let you know that you are young enough to be wealthy. So you guys need to sit down and say, what idea are you working on? Okay, let me test it. 
put it in the market. And you don't have, and listen to me, at this young age is when you should be testing stuff. This is when, you know, unfortunately, our environment in Nigeria particularly makes you conscious of poverty. So you don't want to test stuff. Some of you, you should be trying to take all your school fees, not your school fees, sorry, your pocket money, and, and try ideas. Some people, you know, they would have great, they use their school I didn't say you use your school fees, though. If you use your school fees, you send me here, I will block you. Can you hear me? <laughs> all right, but, but this is the time, honestly speaking. You see, because when you learn how to make money, let me explain. Let me tell you when I know you know how to make money. If I call Finn and I say, Finn, I want you to make one millionaire in 30 days. And Finn says, okay, sir. And then Finn goes, and in 30 days, Finn brings me one million. Then Finn knows how to make money. Many Christians, if I tell them, go and make 20K, they don't know what to do. They will tell me, sir, I need a laptop. Can you imagine? <laughs> Sir, no, you don't need anything. Go and make it. To make money is to it's a process in being able to sit down and say, who are the people I have around me? Do they have the money that I need? Oh, they do. Great. What do I have that they need that they can give me in exchange for that money? Let me start putting in front of them and marketing them consistently. Their money will move from their pocket into my ass. That's why you also now say, Father, as I'm going out today, and I'm selling this, even if it's puff puff, all right? Don't call it puff puff, call it puff rolls or whatever. As I'm selling my puff rolls, this, you know, whatever, I thank you because I have favor with people. And then you go out, hey, how you doing? Have you bought your, you've not bought today? How come? So we will reject you. But before you know it, out of five, two we buy. Then you keep going. Before you know, money is entering. I'm selling my perfume. There's some people that have body odor. They are causing environmental, ecological tragedy. And here you are. And the only problem is that you have not sold it to them. So, you know, those people that when they enter the room, the whole room changes because they smell bad. Call them and, and tell them that you're a king. This thing you are doing is not good. <laughs> Take this taste and see that the smell is good. Put it on them. Let somebody compliment them for the first time. Sir, you smell good today. You come back to my day. That will be smelling good every day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop here. But I hope you have enjoyed and you have learned from today's session. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Honestly, um, <laughs> I would say that we should keep going on, but you know, it's it, thank you very much, sir. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, there. I think Lord. <laughs> and to be honest, I think one thing I'm even doing now is All right, great. So we can hear me, right? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much, Mr. Jimmy. Um sure that I'm not the only one who has learned. Uh and before I go on and on and on and on and on. I would like us to quickly take questions and answers, you know, because, yeah, just because we truly have to, like, get answers to some of these questions that are on our mind. Thank you very much, sir. So please, if you have questions, you can drop them in the chat box. You can drop them in the chat. Uh, let's get the questions very quickly. Let's get the questions very quickly.
Yes, thank you, sir. God bless you, sir. <coughs> Sorry, that's when I'll be talking too much. All right, so don't forget to follow him on, on Instagram, Jimmy Tewe. I'm teaching tomorrow, I think. I do. All the profit. So you can always get it. Yeah, question, go ahead. All right, David, please go ahead with your question. Thank you. Good. Good evening, guys. Hi, go ahead. Yeah, so the question I have is as someone that renders service, you understand? Okay, because we're in a country where I don't know, everybody tries like prices. How will you differentiate from, for example, now I want to render a service to an individual and the person is underpricing me, but I know my price. You understand? But I don't give an example of the service. Okay, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer. <coughs> Great, graphic Yes. So let me say, for example, now, I don't have the um, facilities to reach out to the big firms that need graphic designers, but I know my what, you understand? What is your what? Tell me now. My what? I know, like, what do you call it? I know my design. If I see me, you design Instagram posts for me. How much you will collect? Now 20,000. 10 k Good. 20, 20. 20 k For one design. I won't pay you. Because I have somebody that does it for me for much less. So I'm not, I'm tech, you thank God you are David, so you can do Goliath. Me and Goliath, yeah. right? <laughs> so I, I want to be very practical where this is concerned, all right? Okay, the truth about it is that I understand what you mean by you know your what, and that's great. But you must always carry out a market survey. Most people that do graphic designs have a retainership, with those. they don't usually do one off, all right? So I had a guy, for example, that started up doing graphic designs for me, but he's even gone to do other things now. And every month now, he has gone to a point, I pay him 250k every month. He does graphic designs, he does websites, he does every, all my tech-related stuff. He does stuff like that, yeah. to my point. But when he started doing the designs, I think I was paying 4k initially per design, but because I do a lot now, I do a lot of design. So there's no way I'm going to pay 20k for one design on Instagram. Go and check my page, we see many designs. In a week, I can, yeah, I can yeah, do yeah. up to, I can do 10 designs, 20 designs. I can be paying 200K, 240K, 400K on design alone. It won't make sense. Yes. So I, I know you know your worth, but usually it takes, you have to build usually um, mm -hmm. to get to the point. Like I said, the guy came with me. So what you want to do is that you have to be able to do a proper analysis and find out and say to yourself, okay, what is my current... What am I attracting currently on the average, all right? And try to be at par with that a bit. It might be a bit of a stretch initially. What you want to do is you want to clearly differentiate yourself premise on the value, the quality of the design. Like, that design is bad. Do you get my point? Aha, uh -huh. yes, it has to be like real and solid and attractive. That's the work you need to do, you know? And then after a while, this is what they started They started referring you to other people. One of the, one of the ways you know you are good is reference. Reference. If nobody's refining you in your design, sorry, you're not good. I mean, I will tell you straight. So that you can completely be good. Amen. All right. So yeah, uh, you I do that. Okay, sorry. You want to say something? Yeah, so I, had, I have a follow-up question. I wanted it to be done, then I will. Great. So I, I have wanted to just talk about that and I'll get to that. But you. you have to, at the beginning, economical about your value. What you want yeah. to do is to be able to get into the right, and I like what you said, corporate spaces. 
But let me tell you how corporate spaces come. Referral, most times. Somebody will just need somebody one day. Can you do it? Wow, I have one guy, David. You will, you will just say, wow, we can get this guy now. David, can we do And then he'll give you the kind of money he wants, all right? Yeah. But tell me the second. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. There's something I want to say. The second thing sometimes, why people price you is because you are selling, you are offering your services to poor people. I can't afford it. Yes. And it's not their fault. When you offer your, if you have a Gucci bag and you offer it to a poor person, they will price it. It's not their fault. It's your fault. You took that bag to them. So you have to find a way to get visibility with people that can pay you more value also. All right? Well, let's just say that. But so what you want to, tell me the second part of what you want to say. Okay. So the um, follow-up question is, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, so the follow-up question is, you said something about building, like you have to build. So, okay, yes, I've been building, but for example now, like as I'm a graphic designer, I, I did a design for someone, let me say like a year ago, for a certain price or let me say 5,000 error. Then as I've built and gained experience, it's no longer 5,000 error. But All the right. person I did the design for, for 5,000 error, he referred me to another. Well, it's got frozen. You said you referred you somewhere. Um, I think his, his, his microphone got unmuted, but I think I know this story because uh, okay, David is back here. All right, great, great. Okay, let me be quick. My question. So, like I said, I I did design for the person a year ago for five thousand, but the person when the person referred me to people, he was like, "Oh, this person is good, but he does it for five thousand. Then someone comes to meet me that oh. I got your number from this. I mean, I tell the person who oh, is no longer 5,000, it's 10,000. The person is like, ah, but I did it for my friend for 5,000, and they want to do it for them for 5,000. But it's, like you said, it's a growth. One year ago, it was 5,000, but now it's not yeah. 5,000. How will I deal with those kind of, like, that kind of scenario? What okay, I good. Do? Let me add one more rule. Cash, the cash you want is in the hand of strangers, not your friends. Your friends have a way of keeping you at a certain price level. Do you get my point? They can, they, in fact, they think they're helping you that because they're patronizing you. But it's strangers that don't know you that see your value that more often are going to respond. So what I mean by that is this, that if you've done designs, get feedback from them. Let them say, oh, David is excellent in design, da, 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 da. Go put it on your website. Let people see that can value at 10K or 20K and they will pay you, honestly. There are people that will pay you even 40K. They are existing. The only way they don't know you. So you have to be intentional about your positioning, your um, um, branding, and your advert advertising. I found out that many Christians don't advertise, and that's a problem. They expect angels to advertise for them. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Can angels advertise? They can. Leave that one as the extraordinary. On a good day, angels are not, their primary job is not advertising. Amen? Good. What is your advertising budget? So, David, do you know that you could actually do a design and then now say, do you want a design like this and run a social media ad and put 5K every month? You'll get more customers if you target it right. Do you get my point? As simple as that. So, Yes, sir, I get your point. Thank right. you so much, sir. Thank you God too. bless you. God bless you too. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, sir. Thank you, David, for the question. Uh, it kind of answer. 
answer the powerful question I had. So please, if you also have questions, kindly do well to put them in the chat. All right, so there's a question in the chat. I would read it out, sir. It's from Imano Bilu. Yeah. I recently watched an interview of two wealthy men, and they yeah. both said they borrow huge money to buy plenty of assets, and on the long run, refund their debts. One of them said they borrow money because there's no tax, there's no tax on debts. So, sir, is it advisable to borrow money to fund a business idea or probably get some assets or we should wait patiently enough to gather capital to fund the business? Okay, great. Let me ask. David, are they in Nigeria, America? Do you those uh, sorry. Emmanuel. Ah, sorry. Are they Americans or Nigerians? That's the first thing I'll ask you. Because I the know. American. Correct. You are in a different world. Don't be listening to those YouTube videos. I hear me. I live in America. I can go to the bank today and collect a $10,000 loan with 1% interest. I can. You can't try it in Lagos, GC Bank. To even get approval, you will sweat and fast and pay. So you have to take knowledge contextually. There's a fund in America right now where entrepreneurs can get as much as $300,000 with no interest. In America, not Nigeria. So when they say things like that, they, you must understand. Let me explain. Wealthy people in America understand the tax code. And the tax code has so many crazy things. I'm learning those things down. They can do, and you don't, be, you don't have money. Because America was built for entrepreneurs. You know those YouTube videos we watch? Those things are contextual to America. I have my credit cards, yeah? So this is where my credit cards are. I think I have maybe three or four credit cards. All right, this one credit cards. I didn't. I didn't drop one cobble. They just gave it to me. In fact, every day now I get cards. Come and take credit card for free. I'm not a fool. Do you get my point? But the reason I'm buying it is because there's something called credit. All right, you build your credit in America. So, one of the cars I want to buy is a Range Rover, um, 2023. If you follow my page, you know that that's my car. Black. All black. Are we together? It's um. Yeah, I built it already yeah, on yeah, the yeah, regular yeah. side. It's one hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. All right. Do you know, guys? Let me tell you something. In America, I only need maybe twenty thousand dollars. If I have twenty thousand dollars, I will walk into a dealership, give to them. They will give me a Range Rover twenty twenty-three. I'm telling you, I've been doing Sunday again. Can you try it in Lagos? They arrest you there. So I'm telling you that be careful with what you are here. You know. It is contextual. When it comes to borrowing, listen to me, if there's no opportunity for you to make more money from the opportunity, you have borrowed yourself into a problem. Are you hearing me? Uh -huh. So we have to be able to balance all these things. And when you see, in America, when you see somebody say, I bought a house, let me tell you what they did. The house was $500,000. They dropped $10,000. They are paying $490,000 over 30 years. That's what it means to buy a house. In Nigeria, if you buy a house, you bought it cash. So you must know the difference. And don't allow anybody to pressure you. God bless you. So that means, I don't know the, what they told you. Take wisdom contextually. There might be something that is there that they said that's of benefit to you, but don't be faced with well, now borrow because an American said so. They borrow with not, without interest over here. 
they can give you money. God bless you. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, uh, take knowledge, take wisdom contextually. I think that applies to me too, you know. Uh, it really does. Thank you very much, sir. So uh, I have a question, right? So um, how is it, is it to get funding for an NGO or an initiative that a person is just starting up? You know, so that's my question, basically. All right. I'm going to say something that might be a bit on the edge. Um, I think that, I think that, you know, when we say NGO, we talk about non-profit organizations. Yes. I think that there's nothing called a non-profit organization. It can't exist. think so, too. <laughs> You know, because in all labor, there's profit. <laughs> so if that is true, there's nothing called a non-profit organization. Now, I understand the context. You want an entity that is not focused on making profit. You want to be a blessing to people. You pick one of the 17 sustainable development goals. You are helping young girls, helping women, helping... Listen to me. If you don't have money entry, you will need help yourself after a while. Most NGOs, they die after a while. Yes, that's what happens. So... That's why many NGOs have converted, they call themselves social enterprise now. So they do things that make profit and use the profit to sustain their business. Because, I mean, if you are waiting for people to be donating to you, what if they don't donate? It's the act of man that's desperately wicked. They will change it on you. I'm telling you. So I tell people this, that see, if you have something you want to do, like when you are very young, you want to help, and it's always very, wow, she helped all these 72 widows and all that it sustainably over a period of time. Have a system that you work around it. Go and study the development organization. So for example, now there are grants available globally for certain things you are doing. Go and find out what the requirements are. As you are doing your whatever, record it so that there's picture evidence, <coughs> the video evidence, get the impact. It's not just that we, we gave rise to other people. Did their life change? Do you get my point? That's what they are interested in, so that they know that if we give you rise, more lives will change. Impact assessment, those are the kind of things that there. So there's a body of knowledge around development. I would advise people to go. A lot of people believe that ah, if because God instructed me, listen to me. When God instructs you, inside this, there's a sustainability plan. When Jesus sent the disciples out, He said to them, they came. He said, "I want to send you out." He came. One was carrying backpack. One of them already has his PS5 in his bag. One of them has already put money, cash, ATM. He said, why are you all people going? Ah. He said, no. This trip, you don't need anything. Go and drop everything. He said, don't take me that postman script. He now said this. He said, now, that's where a lot of Christians stopped. They went, and, and when he came back, he said to them, lack us down anything, and he said nothing. You will forgot you don't read the whole Bible. The Bible said, he told them, he said, don't take anything. But when you get to a city, go to people's houses and knock. And if there's a man of peace there, let your peace come on the person. A disciple that does not knock, they will knock his head. That's simple. There's a sustainability plan there. It's when they now came back and said, did you lack anything? They said nothing because they were knocking on doors. There was hospitality. He understood the terrain and advised them what they should do. So let's not be thinking that um, this just happens like that. When Jesus said, um, go and, when you go to this place, you see a, a donkey there, bring it. And tell them the master. They knew the master. That's why they let it go. Stop teaching that you can just command someone. I imagine me I have my black Range Rover. And someone just come and say, The master wants my Range Rover. Who is? Master call, Master Lee. 
right. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. I I I really appreciate like the uh, practicality and the you know realness in your responses. Thank you very much, sir. So please, uh, I'd like to take one last question if there is any. So please, if you have that question that's been on your mind, I don't. There are some people that I. I feel like we have questions. Probably they've been answered in the course of this session, right? So, okay, yes, I, this was the one person I was expecting. Okay, uh, me, I I knew I knew how much you were looking forward to Jimmy Taylor being on this you know, session. So, yes, go ahead to ask the question. Okay, thank you. Uh, good evening. Thank you right. so much for your teaching. And uh, my question <laughs> is. Uh, if you are, I know you as a go-getter. I follow you on your Instagram. I see that picture of the Avenger bar. And then mm -hmm. I'm very certain, very soon you get it. And then if you are in a system or in an environment that's not supporting your goal, what can you do? For instance, now you have a goal, you set a goal very high. But the system you are into, the environment you are into, is not in support. Like it's not encouraging. How can you move out of the environment and think? Move. Any seed, see, certain environments cannot grow, certain soils cannot grow certain seed. No matter how much you play on that soil, if it is clay soil, it cannot grow some things. So go and look for loamy soil. Is that what they taught us in Greek? Yes. Listen to me. When we talk about environment, it doesn't just mean travel abroad or relocate. There's some people that are in America that are in Nigeria in America. How to how do you know that? <laughs> that they are abroad doesn't mean that their life has changed. They still think locally. So you have to look for the right environment. In fact, let me tell you, when God wants to change your life, it changes your environment. And your environment is the spaces you are, the people you relate with, and the events that happen in your life. That's your environment. He takes the poor out of the dust and sets him among the princes of his people. He doesn't make him a prince. He knows that if I put him among princes, he will soon change. Listen to me, everybody. You are meant to be in charge to ensure you are always in an environment supportive of the seeds that you carry. In Unilag, there are many environments, relationships that are stifling seeds. You move. If you are conscious of your potential, you won't jeopardize it because uh, we have been friends since primary school. Who sends you? So think about things like that. I, I live in America right now. There are places, somebody just called me just for this session. One very big man of God. Okay, Pastor Godman Rakilabi, you know him. He's in the same, I'm going to go and see him. When I finish this meeting, I'm going to go and see him. So I can, some people will call me, I won't go there because their environment. Okay, hi there. So, so one second, someone has to go. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. What are you doing here? Um, okay, good. I live here, yeah. All right, man. So sorry. It happened. <laughs> All right. So, um, um, what was I talking about? Oh, environment. People, places. Listen to me. In your room, if I come to your room, don't allow poverty in your room. Everything is upside down. You know, your, 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 your window blind is like the one in the temple is turning to two. What's wrong with you? Don't allow poverty around you. Even if you don't have plenty of money, 
Let cleanliness, that thing they said, it's not in the Bible, but it's true. Cleanliness is next to godliness. God was particular about cleanliness in the temple. Don't let things spoil around you. Everything is broken. Everything has to paper around it. My friend, no, now. Because you are a victim of the environment you permit. I'll say that again. You are a victim of the environment you permit. Look, this guy that came now, you know, to talk and all that. Where I live, when I moved to America 10 months ago, I told them, this is the kind of place I want. It cost me, I pay my rent, $2,500 every month. I know why. There are places of $600 old. I will never go there. Think about it. That means I pay, how much is dollar now, 600 one, eight, one, two, plus three. I pay 1.5 million every month for rent. Meaning that in Nigeria, I've been living in Banana Island. But the reason why I'm doing that is because I realize that in America, if you're not careful, you become poor in your mind. It's a, it's a, it's a stretch. Because I have other things I'm doing. I'm traveling, I'm doing all. But I am, I'm, a, I'm at a point now, I am particular about my environment. I will pay now, don't go and kill yourself, all right? Mm. Because you become what you behold. You become what you behold. If you are behaving poverty, you'll be producing it. Let me stop. My brother, I mean, if you, are, if you are the right people, the right places, the right events, move. Ask God to open new doors to new people, new doors to new places, new doors for new events, and your life will change. Yes, <laughs> thank you very much, sir. Uh, you know, I, I, I hold on to that um, sentence of become what you behold. You know, it's just like, a, you know, a person spending time in the secret place, you know, you become more like Jesus. So, you know, don't behold poverty so you don't become like poverty. Thank you very yeah. much, sir. Uh, thank you very much. I believe your question has been answered for me. So um, that's going to be the end of the question and answer session. Sure. Yeah, so um, quick one, guys, quick activity. Before we start saying all the thank yous and, you know, all the prayers, kindly drop one thing in a sentence, you know, one thing that you, like, that stood out the most for you. I mean, there are many things that I've jotted here, but, you know, just one sentence or in two sentences, just type, just type, just type. I'm looking forward to what everybody's going to type. <coughs> one thing with money is that um, to make money, you have to take action too. So, you know, this is probably one of the actions that <laughs> you have to take to make that money. So, yes, okay, great, 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 great. Careful of the poverty in the mind. I'm not too young to be wealthy. Yes, yes, yes. Look for people that need your value. All the money you need is in someone's pockets. All right. Yes, thank you very much, everyone, for your responses. Ooh, thank you very much, Mr. Jimmy Tewe. Oh my God, um, so I'm so delighted. To, um, thank I'm you so delighted. Yes, I'm. I'm so delighted to be the one who gets <laughs> to anchor this session. You know, um, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, please just quickly say a word of prayer for uh, JT. I like that's what I like to call you in my head. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so let's say a word, for, a word of prayer for JT and let's pray that God continues to bless him, that everything it touches prospers. You know, every assignment that God has committed to his hands, 
you know, is able to carry it out as God desires, that it shall continue to walk in the path of the Lord, it shall continue to walk in the path of wealth, it shall continue to be that person that, you know, provides solutions by the help of God in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray for you that God continues to bless you, increase you, your family, and everyone that, so everyone that is around you enjoys the grace of God by extension of all God is doing upon your life in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank so you, everybody. Much. Have a good Thanks. one. I got one now. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, you, you know, before, before uh, Mr. Jimmy goes, I would actually advise you to go to um, JT's Instagram page. You know, I like to follow his page a lot. There's this, post, there's this post I took a screenshot of. You typed out some things where you said, stop being in Nigeria and be a global citizen. You know, you talked about Naira and dollar and stuff. So I, I advise that, you know, you follow... Jimmy Tewe on Instagram. His Instagram is at Jimmy Tewe. I'm going to type a link or drop a link for everyone, you know, so you can follow um, can follow him on Instagram. You can register for some of his upcoming programs via the link in his bio, right? God bless you as you do so. Thank you very much, sir. I don't want to keep you, you know, on your ah, Thank you. I got to run, actually. I have another session that I'm for. All right? Yes, sir. Thank you so much, thank sir. You, Bye. Um, I-